Countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the Rhythm and Bruise Podcast with your host, DJDW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lucky, and Mr. Armie Yeah, what's happening? What y'all sipping on? Welcome to the Rhythm and Brews podcast. This is really episode 47. We said the last episode was episode 47 and we kind of messed up. Play as fuck up. Play yeah, play as fuck up. up. Play as fuck up. That was one of our episodes as well. <laughs> uh, shout out to our, uh, our brother Lucky Lefty. He's out with his family for uh, Thanksgiving, so he's not going to be on this episode, but I am. Your boy Prince Latif. To my left, we have your boy Mr. R&B Smooth, and as always, on the ones and twos for DJ D Dub. And our very, very, very special guest just dropped an album this week. Yeah, yeah. We have Miss Carlita Duran. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Okay. How are you feeling since the album is dropped? Um, I feel good actually. You know, anytime I release any music, is that well, a moment right before where it's be kind of feeling a bunch of emotions. But um, mm-hmm. I've been, I feel good that it's finally out and it's being received very well. So I'm happy. Love to hear it. Yes, indeed. All right, all right. So we just gonna get right into it. We're gonna start with our little icebreaker game. What we call it. We call that thing shot clock once. All right. Would you like to uh, tell the people what the rules are? Because you make the Kool-Aid so well. Well, you know I try, man. Let's, <laughs> here's what happens. It's a game of word association. We going to give our guest a word. She has to come up with a word that contains that word in the lyric and the song. And it has to sing it for us. And then give us the title and the artist. In 10 seconds. Now, remember, you are an artist, so you cannot use your own songs. Right. Because that would be cheating. I'm actually pulling up the words. (laughs) Everybody is until they're not. Um, I'm not not a quick thinker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Hold on. I'm pulling up my list of words now. All right. So I'm going to start you off with what we refer to as layup. Layup. Uh, is just an easy shot. So um, that first word would be a song that's, I mean, a word that's in all kinds of R&B songs. This word is love. Okay. And what I have to do again, I have to recite lyrics. Yep. From a song with the word love. Yep. Recite the lyrics and then give us the title and the, the artist. Oh man! Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Nine>. loving you. <laughs> there we go. It's easy because you're beautiful. And who that? That's that's <laughs> Minnie. <laughs> Minnie Rupert. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it was. Very good. Very good. See, All right. See, see, this is easy. You got this, Dan. You got this. But my, my mind went totally blank. I'm like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> no song went wrong. Everybody usually goes straight to music soul child on that word. Yeah. 
he's, he's, he's the go-to. Um, this next word. It's a little bit more of a challenge, but. What are you doing over there, sir? <laughs> so this word is crazy. And my mind's gonna have crazy Cause I can't leave you alone uh. And I'm wondering If mm. it's worth me holding on Come on now. See, there we go. Oh, man, that song made me break up with my high school sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, get, couldn't, get you out, couldn't get her out of your system? No, man. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, my God. <laughs> All right, now, um, last word. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm, let's see. Let's try to make this one a little bit difficult. Actually, no. Fuck it. Kiss. Ooh. Kiss. Yep. Kiss. Yep. K I S S. Um. I want to be. Oh wait, hold on. Um. Six. <laughs> Seven. Uh, <laughs> wait. I can't. My mind is telling me. No. <laughs> I, I was going to start singing the print song Kiss, but then I couldn't even think of how it goes. Oh, she, started to, she started to sing I Want to Be a Lover. Yeah, I know. I, I heard, heard it. it. I caught it. Five. I, I, can't, um, I can't think of any kiss song. Three. <laughs> Two. Two, one. <laughs> Two, one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> normally you'd be taking a shot right now but you know we're over the phone so we're just gonna play this for fun let's give her a round of applause yes 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 that was good that was good see we could have gone with uh, well you could have gone with kiss by prince there was uh kissing you by total mm. that's, that's what just popped in my head too just now i was thinking i i hate thought kiss kiss uh chris, chris brown, brown. Forgot about that song. Uh, I forget well, about most Chris. It's Brown tough songs. when you're in the hot seat, though. Yeah, because I'll be knowing it everything is. until until they uh, uh-huh. turn it around on me. <laughs> I think the uh, the only undefeated one in this room would be Denzel or Smooth. Yeah. Well, no, you, well, yeah, we you, you messed up once, but I we messed gave it up to one, you. but y'all gave it to me because yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. So let's get right into it. Oh, what you singing over there? I heard you humming. We're going to get right into the hot topics. First of all, we're going to talk about the AMA Awards. Okay. And how they 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 really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> In a big way. They gave the R&B Artist of the Year Award to someone who's not an R&B artist. Ooh. They gave it to Doja Cat. Yes. I just, I don't know how to feel about that because, hey, she's not an art. Like, Smooth said it earlier this week. He was like, just because you're black and can sing doesn't make you R&B. Especially, who was she up against? She was up against Janae, uh, Janae Aiko and Summer Walker. 
and they gave it to Doja Those Cat. were the favorite arm, um, female R&B artist nominations, and then she won over those two, yes. Carlita, do you have any feelings about that? Um, I... <clears throat> Well, I'm not even really familiar with Doja Cat's music. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her one live performance at um, just recently. She had a live performance and um, <clears throat> just like a electric guitar, and and I actually really liked it. But I don't know anything. I don't know her music outside of that. Okay. Um, but as far as the AMAs giving. And I think, is she like a pop artist or a rapper? I'm, she's a what, pop artist. What is her genre? She's a pop artist. She's pop. Um, okay. She yeah, technically so raps. That's what I meant when you okay. said just because you yeah, can sing. Yeah, so far as the right. AMA getting her best R&B artist award and she's not an R&B artist. Yeah, that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially over to actual to R&B, R&B artists R&B like artists. Summer Walker and yeah. Aiko. Crossover appeal than the other two, right? I would definitely uh-huh. say that because you're going to hear Doja Cat on far more radio stations mm-hmm. than you will Janae right. Aiko or um, Summer Walker. But in the conversation being R and B, it had to have been either Janae or Summer. Doja's mm-hmm. pop nothing about her has ever I've never listened to any of her music and been like oh she's R&B no Mm -hmm. she's pop right? and that's okay there's nothing wrong with a black artist being pop we literally let Michael be it for 50 years Mm -hmm. it's okay (laughs) for a black (laughs) Billy Ocean was a pop artist from the 80s so Mm. it's okay to, to be that I don't know why they think, oh, if it's a black artist and they're singing or rapping in some fashion, they have to be categorized as R&B or pop. And now the lines have blurred. Right. And it's like when it comes to some of these award shows, when it comes to like when there's certain artists that that are hard to put into a genre. And I understand that. Right. But then it comes like they they just put you into a genre where you don't necessarily fit sometimes like it was a an artist named rory at one point um he kind of raps he kind of sings a little bit like no one knows where to put him as far as a genre is concerned even i don't even like tyler the creator he's hard to to put into a genre Mm. like because you would put some of his albums in hip-hop but his last album it's like what was that yeah there is a genre technically or it's always gonna be alternative hip hop oh there's that I mean but there's no awards for that it should be I agree because 
mean, it is what it is. There's a million. For real. <laughs> there's a million well, different types is, of rewards. There's for... alternative. I think there's alternative R&B. There's alternative car categories. There's a, actually a couple different R&B categories, but that's the Grammys. Right. Yeah. Um, so let me just ask you this, Carlita. What What is R&B to you? How, how would you define it? Um, I think R&B is more like soulful music. Um, like steps stemming from like blues and um, jazz and um, like it's a rich music to me. Um, mm. um, definitely involves singing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's soulful. It's soulful music. So, because I know one of the big, actually the the category was R and B slash soul, right? With that Doja Cat one. Yeah. Well, right. no. Well, the the it was yeah R and B favorite. Um, that one was favorite female R and B soul. Right. Yeah. So, would you say that there is a distinction between R and B music and soul music? Honestly, to me, I think it's the same. Okay. Um, I mean, it's all it, it's all birthed from the same type of music. Um, I think over the years, people have kind of made their own like sub genres, sort of like because you know you got the neo soul, quote unquote neo soul, soul music, R&B. But I feel like they're all like in the same family. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the years, um, I'm not sure how, but it's the title or the genre has changed, but to mm-hmm. me, it's all the same. Okay. How would you classify yourself? Um, I'm R&B, so okay. <laughs> all right. of it. Okay. Where, where? All right. The next but, thing. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, um, like earlier when you were talking about Final the Creator and how it's kind of hard to, um, give him a genre mm-hmm. I think I think as an artist it's sometimes I feel like it's not fair to be boxed into a certain genre um, especially if you're an artist right um, because you may want to make an army song one day you may want to make like a techno house song the other day and then mm-hmm. you know it's just I feel like it's kind of hard to be boxed in happen to make this type of music all the time right and you're an artist and this is the way you express yourself and if you if you do any other type of music it's like uh-uh, what's she doing right there? you know yeah um, but I think you know in any other type of realm of artistry like they're able to try other things like a painter that doesn't just use like water paint but they might use oil based um but they're still considered an artist. So, you know, when people ask me what do I consider myself, it's just, you know, I kind of give them the generic what's on paper. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I can make any type of music. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know with a lot of singers, so to speak, um, there's a lot. It's a lot. Like you, Like you said, it's hard to box in. Because even some of the people that we know personally, they we would consider them R&B artists, but 
They also do jazz. They also do the blues. They also do, you know, everything. All in some right. of them even do some rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 really hard. And then, like you said, it's hard to put an artist. It's it's unfair in a sense to put an artist in a box. They need um, to categorize it based on whatever that project is. Like if Tyler, the creator, though we know him, I guess you could say uh, generically, is a as a hip hop or rap artist. If he were to one day decide, oh, he's going to do something more alternative, then just put that album in the alternative category. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about it, like if you look at Prince, mm-hmm. Prince did it all. Yeah, Prince was pop. Prince was R and B. Prince was rock. And funk. And funk. So you, in a category, in a category conversation, you would have to go off of whatever that album is that you have put up for nomination. Mm-hmm. So that way you're basing it on that genre instead of what you think that artist, you know, what we, what you think that artist is or could be because Prince could jump in and out. Prince gave you Call My Name but then can give you Musicology but that's those are two different feels of a song but Musicology is a funk record it's a funk album that's artistry right right artistry so you can't yeah you can't box in when it comes down to you know these award shows Mm -hmm. like that if you're doing a nomination thing based off of whatever that album is at the time that that artist put out then put them in that category yeah um which brings us to the next topic so to speak which was the Grammys that kind of more or less fucked up they always do (laughs) yeah Grammys always gets it wrong Grammys are always fucking up um so tell us about that smooth so the Grammys, oh my lord, the Grammys, <laughs> R&B with the Grammys is always something. Um, so there is a R&B album of the year conversation with the Grammys, but the thing about it is it includes none of the major R&B albums or artists that dropped this year Mm -hmm. which also happened to be all female because the women of the r&b game ran things controlled r&b for the year of 2020 and hip-hop too if we're being honest like women pretty much ran music all year yeah we yeah yeah you're absolutely right yeah because meg got hip-hop artists of the year meg like cardi cardi was doing her uh, who's thing. this other one everybody likes now? Mulatto. Mula- yes, I've, Rhapsody. I have yet to hear a song from Mulatto, but shout out to Rhapsody for getting her award at the BET Hip Hop. Was it for lyricism? Yeah, lyricist yeah. of the year. Uh, shout outs to her. But the R&B album nominations for the Grammys are Bigger Love by John Legend, To Feel Loved by Luke James, Happy to Be Here by Aunt Clemens, All Rise by Gregory Porter, and take time by Giovan. Is it Giveon? Giveon. 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 Yes. Okay. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. So we know these artists. I love Luke James. I feel like he needs his recognition. 
Um, he deserves more. We know John Legend. I don't know the other two. But out of those, like, can anybody name a more, I, like I, a more impactful? I can't name three songs from any of those. Name three songs. From I can those tell you, albums. Gregory Porter deserves. It. But does like yeah. album he, of the year? Like, does he have a record that's bigger than Come Through? But see, he his his music is the definition of R and B. Right, and I get that. We get that, but is it great? Like. Grammy nomination but again we're going back to like not one single woman was nominated like yeah. Tiana Taylor didn't drop one of the best albums of the year like Janae Aiko didn't drop like Summer Walker, Summer didn't, Walker drop. didn't drop um, all Victoria the, Monet all of these albums have had records that we know Yeah, we've been hearing constantly <clears throat> throughout this year we can't name three songs off of any of the nominees in this in this category this year. Yes, Gregory Porter is R&B. We're not refuting that. We're not diminishing these men and these artists in the nominations because I just said I love Luke James. I want him to be recognized more because people watched the new edition story and didn't know who he was and i'm like the man has the best voice out of everybody in this show right next to elijah kelly so but out of these albums none of us can name three songs so carlita yes how do you feel about the fact that no there was not a single woman nominated for best r&b album at the grammys I think it's white. <laughs> I, um, put it straight. Put it straight. I think that, I mean, first of all, I think the Grammys is, um, I guess for me personally, it, it, it's not like the, the wall be all, like the ultimate, like, um, recognition. I mean, if, if I were to be nominated for Grammy, yes, I would be happy or excited, but, I think we've seen this since the Grammy started, like back in whatever the fifties or whatever, mm-hmm. that they don't really cater to or really appreciate like black music. Um, and I feel like the ones who are actually making the decisions must be like some old white man or something like that, because if it was really some people that were you know connected to the culture and knew you know what music was really popping they would be nominated and be winning uh, Grammys but I think you know it comes down to like who you know or who knows you um, mm-hmm. and you know who you're connected to and you know if, if you're an art I mean and the point the fact that they didn't even choose any women um I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It just seems like there's the, the wrong people are making the de- decision. I know it's a, it's a lot about it's like the way they do it is they um, there's like a board and they vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like you know, and then the the I'm not even sure how the I know the nominations are vote from like the board, the the, um, the Grammy board or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure who actually chooses the winner. Like, is it a people's choice or? 
I don't think um, it's a people's like, choice. The Grammys is sales, sales. Grammys is, oh, is based off of sales and impact. I think it's only and sales is we can we can say impact. we can say sales loosely because there have been there's some rap nominations that none of those songs have even touched platinum yet. But that's, actually, if you because if you if add that up, was the case, why wouldn't why wouldn't Cardi B? She was she was like elected like exactly uh, right. Artist of the year or something like that somewhere. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's real shady. Um, and I know Gregory Porter. Like mm-hmm. I know of him, music, but it's like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and going back to sales, I was reading that if you add up all the sales of all the uh, hip hop albums that right. were nominated this year, yeah, it wouldn't even come up to one platinum record. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So, right. Yeah. So, the entire the entire uh, nominees list combined does not even equate to a platinum sale. <laughs> so how so so sales is we use that usually. Sales, yeah. I, I know that there's actually like a board of mm-hmm. people. It's a recording like academy. You can be you can be part of the Grammy board, and you can select names and mm-hmm. um. But I just don't know how, like, the, the winners are, they choose the actual winners. Um, because I know that the nominee that they, they're choose by, um, chose, chosen by, right. <laughs> by award. Um, because I was actually, um, gonna be on one of the boards, the like East Coast board. Okay. Um, but, um, I'm just, I'm not sure how they pick the actual winners. Okay. Um, because you know you have your honorable mentions, or there's people, there's there's a lot of different categories of winners that this not like on the actual show, right? Um, but they don't show, so I don't know. Grammys a little janky to me. A little janky. <laughs> there's a lot of janky. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. So. Let me ask you this, and I know you may not be prepared for this question, but if you were to choose your five nominees for best R&B album of the year, of the past year, what five albums would you go, or five artists would you go with? Um, I'm not sure, honestly. Um, I would probably just go with, like, artists that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um and like off the top I'm not <laughs> I um I don't know I think all the people that I've been listening to like they just put out their album like the end of the year or okay. mid to end of the year I'm not sure if they count I think that um, I think that would count cause I know uh, actually I'll look up the uh the deadlines for Grammy nominations but who are those artists um, I really love Bosco's album, um, Brittany Bosco. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've been to. I think Dornick put out a new album that I really love. Who was that? Um, Dornick, D-O-R-N-I-K. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Masego. Oh, my God. That album was good. Um, Her. Her. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy. I love Brandy's album. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, I don't know. There's a lot of artists that aren't in the spotlight that in my eyes, but they're really 
They're really dope. Um, Duran Bernard. Yes, his um, album was good. He just put out his album. Um, now, I definitely agree with you on I'm, Bosco, I'm, I'm, too. I'm, I'm really just throwing out albums. I don't know how many. <laughs> the, um, um, I just I looked, really like... I really, was Ari Lennox this year or last year? I like Ari Lennox album. was last year, but I think... Okay. I got to look up when her album dropped, but I think it may count because I'm looking it up now, and the eligibility period mm-hmm. for uh, Grammy nominations is September 1st, 2019 to August 31st of 2020. Oh, Okay. Okay. So I think Ari Lennox may like would have just made that if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she, I, Shea Butter Baby was amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think album. she got nominated for anything. Now that I'm thinking about it, like wow, she didn't get BT Soul Train. <laughs> Nobody, and she had one of one of the best albums too. I think she was involved. That's why, in like, I'm now. not even, I don't be, even be tripping about the um, Grammys. I don't even watch it anymore. Yeah. Um, it, it, like, when I, when I first started out, like, 15 years ago, or however long ago, like, that was my, like, oh, I want to win a Grammy. But now it's like, I just see how they do people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you really got to be it. You got to know people. And it's like, they don't even recognize their talent. Like, I, I like John Legend, but it's like, there's more people. Like, he's not the only. But he, 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 like, his, his demographic, like, his crowd, like, he got white people on his side. And I don't want to <laughs> but... No, I, want, I was going to be the one to say it if you didn't, honestly. He, he do. But, but he does, and it's like, people, like, those people like him, so it's like, I don't know, it's, but that's also why I uh, think Doja Cat won that award because, you know, sorry to say it, but she's white passing and white people love Doja yeah. Cat. And she makes H&M And then she said one time <laughs> that she was like, didn't she like say some like real fucked like, up shit about black things. people? Yes. Just like people, I don't, I don't know what she said, but I know that something was said and um, it was something about like she likes the fact that she has a the body of a black woman but doesn't want to be black or some shit like it was some like in that yeah realm it was like that. um cause she was on uh, a chat room with a, a couple of known racists or white supremacists mm. and she was saying oh, these things yeah. but yeah I mean these award shows have been fucking it up for a while. I think the only awards that I actually do like would be the Soul Train Awards. Yeah. I watched the Soul Train, the Hip Hop um, Awards, and then like the, the, the BET Honors. I don't even watch BET anymore. I just watch it for the honors. Mm. Like them and the Soul Train Awards, because the Soul Train Awards is typically on BET. Either that or TV One. Um, but yeah, no, like, but mostly... I watched the the Soul Train definitely. My thing is, uh, like you you were saying on our way up here, like there's a lot of these award shows that are using Brandy for like promo, and they get us to watch these shows, mm. but she's not nominated for any of their awards. Like Brandy is an icon as far as R and B is concerned. The vocal bible. The vocal bible. I I. I 
I know people be arguing with me all the time when I say this, but I still say if there were no Brandy, there probably wouldn't be a Beyonce. Mm. Because Brandy was like that, the it girl, as far as R&B was concerned. Like she had the TV show. She had the Barbie. She had hit songs. She definitely opened the door for many, many, many artists. She was the first. She definitely open the door mm-hmm. for a lot of artists play the first black Cinderella mm-hmm. yeah I respect that with, hot take with Whitney <laughs> right mm-hmm. <laughs> with Whitney so it's just like you know they, they I really think Brandy needs to get her flowers while she's here basically yeah and I don't think she is I think she's like I said they're using her for promotion because they know we'll watch if Brandy's involved but you know can she get some type of award yeah Drake took to Instagram and he made a a post about the Grammys Mm -hmm. he said I think we should stop allowing ourselves to be shocked every year by the disconnect between (laughs) impactful music and these awards and just accept that what once was the highest form of recognition may no longer matter to artists that exist and and now and the ones that uh come after it's like the relative you keep um expecting to fix up but they they just uh can't change their ways i like the message i don't know if i appreciate the messenger i can understand that because i just appreciate the message i know i do appreciate and i agree with the message. yeah i agree with the message as well I mean, granted, if 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 it wasn't for the fact that we have a podcast that people listen to, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even be talking about the Grammys. Right. You know, I stopped watching the Grammys after Prince died mm. because he would he would make appearances. And I was like, I'm really here for his appearances. And then, you know, he died. They did their tribute with the time and Bruno and everything. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, the Grammys. Like, I don't. I don't care when they're on anymore. Listen. For me, it was when they gave Macklemore the award over Kendrick. That's oh. when I realized I was done. I forgot they did that for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, forgot I was like, yeah, this this a, these these awards aren't for us at all. Yeah. But let's get to why the reason why we're here. Indeed. Let's talk about Miss Carlita Durant. And her new album, Kids Can I do a side note real quick? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Gregory Porter, if he didn't wear that hat all the time, you think he would still be popping? Say that again. Gregory Porter, mm-hmm. if he did not wear that hat on his head and that whatever that is, that do you think he would still be recognized? I feel like this is part of his gimmick. It's like he's wearing this weird hat all the time I'm not, is it like a medical thing or <laughs> oh, I don't know oh, hot take. <laughs> I don't know like I'm not even, I'm not even trying to be funny like I just like I'm looking at his image on Google and it's just like I don't like what is the hat for is it like is he trying to is it, is it fashion or is it like <laughs> what the hell is this hat I'm, I'm googling it now and I'm like what is this <laughs> Like, and we, he has like the thing around his head and then the hat is just... <laughs> we thought that oh, about no. LL Cool J for a minute 
No, we didn't. Yeah, Who we did. thought that Kane Glow was weird? We didn't say it was weird. Is it like a religious thing? Because I, I, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm afraid to say anything because I don't want to be uh, sound ignorant. But this is yeah. Because if it is like like a medical or religious or something, but it's just like like who questioned the Kanglo bucket hat? And in I'm the 80s? honestly, I I'm going to be the first one to to admit I've never heard of Gregory Porter before today. Me neither. This was the first time I heard of him looking at the Grammy nominations. Yeah, Danny had to put us on, you know, yeah. in the pre-production meeting on the way here. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. But, but um again, that's the that's the question. Like, do we But going back to 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 that, like does the fact that he's married to a white woman have something to do with his Grammy nomination? Oh, he is. Yeah. So I just looked it up. <laughs> I just saw the picture. You know, so he's quote unquote accepted. A step further. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. It's deep. Back to Kismet Green. <laughs> Indeed. Good news. Yes, 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 yes. So, first of all, because you have some pretty dope titles when it comes to your album. Your last album was I'll Be Gorgeous When I Die. This one's Kismet Green. Hold on, the call drop. Oh. Let's call her back. Let me get her back on. Yep. And we're back. My apologies. The call <laughs> dropped, and I was like, oh, Latif, you are talking to nobody but us right now. <laughs> I was like, she is awfully quiet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, but yeah, what I was saying is your your albums are titled quite well. I love the titles of your albums. The first one, I'll be, I'll be gorgeous when I die. Um, and then there was Kismet Green. Uh, could you explain the title of Kismet Green? Yeah, Kismet Green is, um, well, Kismet is just, the meaning of Kismet is like fate or destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Green is just a reference to, um, like nature. So, like trees and what, the things that are green in nature. <laughs> um, and it's basically... Um, it's about how things happen the way they're going to happen. Like things happen for a reason. I I feel like they do. Um, even though we may not always understand the reason, um, but I do believe that things happen for a reason. And Kids in the Green is um, that's just uh, that's my title on things happening for a reason. Okay. Um, and with this album, um, it has been almost six years since I put out an album. And within that time, there was a lot of things I've been through. Um, and I just feel like the timing kind of lined up perfectly for me to put out this album this year. Um, and it was kismet, you know, just it was fake. It was supposed to happen this year. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. How did you uh, 
how did you get into music at all? Because I know you've been around for a while. Um, originally, I started off in the church. Um, okay. Uh, while I was in church, um, I want to say like 10th or 11th grade, um, I recorded my first album in the first, in the church basement, in the basement of the church. Oh, wow. Um, the music director of the church, he actually had like studio crypt equipment downstairs and we kind of put together an album but nothing we never published it or put it out nothing ever came of it so that was when I was like 15 or 16 I think um and then you know I went to college I went to North Carolina Central University Mm -hmm. um and I kind of bloomed there like I met other people who were into music um and then I started doing every um, like open mic or karaoke, whatever, whatever, whatever I could do to sing and like be heard, I was doing it. And um, so that was my college years. Um, and then while I was in college, I met um, my friend Focus, who actually introduced me to. Um, he was the connection to Little Brother, and okay. that's when I met Fonte and. Um, it was like 2006 how do you feel about the journey? Um, it's, a, it's been a long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I've learned a lot. I've um, kind of, I've, I've become a woman mm-hmm. in this journey. Like, I've <laughs> had children. Uh, you know, I've just been through a lot and um, had a lot of ups, had a lot of downs, had a lot of, I've cried a lot. It's been, it's been challenging at times, like, I guess, you know, this album, I'm not on a label. I'm an independent artist. I'm doing everything on my own. I'm backing my own project, and mm-hmm. I'm still a mother of three. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's been a balancing act. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I would not change it because I feel like I'm walking in my purpose, and I feel like... I'm supposed to be here. Um, back to that kismet, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, I, I I've been through everything I went through for a reason, and I wouldn't change it at all. How how is that balance? The home and artist life. Like, what is what is that like for you? Um. Yeah. How do I put this in words? It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I'm not even on front. Like, it's hard. It is. Some days, I, I'm i going to be honest. It's, I want to give up. Yeah. But, you know, I, it, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I tell myself every day, it's bigger than me. And I honestly, I, I'm not... At this point, I'm not only doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for my children. Right. Um, and that's why it took me so long to do this album, because I took some time off. 
to be a mother mm-hmm. um, because once I had children, my priorities changed. Um, before kids, like I was like wasn't eating. I was like sleeping on couches. Like I was doing what I had to do to just do music and. You know, not making money doing music, and I didn't really care. It was like, I'm just gonna do what I gotta do. But mm-hmm. after I had kids, that changed. It was like, my kids come first. I have to provide for them. Um, but it's, it's the balancing part of it is, I think now I'm kind of in a groove where it, it's working a little bit easier for me. Um, and I definitely, you know, my kids' father, we're, um, we all live together and like we're together. We're not married yet, but we're, you know, we, we make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a lot of help. Like, if I, I could not imagine being a single mother. Like, what? Like, I don't know how. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like, I could not be a single parent, like, single father, single mother, like, salute to y'all because. With this homeschooling going on it's, here? This homeschooling? <laughs> You know, we're homeschooling. I'm trying to put out an album. It's just, it's so much. Like, I don't even, at the end of the day, I pass out. <laughs> I'm <just> so tired, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's a lot. And um, I, I'm grateful for my boyfriend because he really helps me. And mm-hmm. our kids are great. Um, like I said, I do it for my children and I do it for myself. I, I just got to remember to take some time for myself um, because it can be overwhelming mentally, physically, emotionally um, because you're giving your all. And like, I'm giving my all to my children. I'm mm-hmm. giving my all to my, my career. I'm giving my all to my boyfriend. And it's just, it can be exhausting. So I just got to have to remember to take time for myself. I was just about part. to ask you about that. So when you're giving your um, all to everybody else, how much time are you putting into yourself? You know, it doesn't happen often, but when I do have my time, it's like, ah, don't talk to me. <laughs> but, you know, when I was recording this album, my time was, like, I like to record music. I like to make music. So that was a getaway for me, quote unquote. Um, okay. Even though my studio's in my house. Um, but definitely making music is, is therapy. You know, um, not even like writing the songs and also just being able to create um, that for me I'm kind of venting like my songs are my real life mm-hmm. how I feel in the moment so it's kind of like a therapy session for me every time I'm able to create the music and you said the studio's in your home mm-hmm. that is my dope. studio in my home nice because yep. yeah. I would have never been able to tell that just just judging by the audio quality of the music Facts. on this album. I'm like when you said home <laughs> studio, I was like, "Damn, my eyes lit up." <laughs> I was like, "Cause the well, sound Well, you know, I think the biggest part is you have the, the, my mic. I, I got a really nice mic, and I have a really great engineer who makes the masters. So. Okay, <laughs> right, put those right. together, and then you good. <laughs> Cause yeah, both both me and Denzel, our eyes lit up when you said home studio. I was like, "Damn, okay." <laughs> Word. That sound like it was done at you know professional studios and everything else. Yeah. But uh, but what's tell us about the uh, the process of making an album as an independent artist? Because we have one here with Smooth, 
And I know, you know, he's been working on his album for some time. Like, yeah, um, about a couple of years. Two, actually going on about three. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's pretty much a process when you're funding everything by yourself. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Um, too. I don't think people really recognize um, or understand how much work it is put into uh, a project when you're doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, they sure don't. I like I do. Not only am I the artist, I'm the like I do my own PR. Like I, like I, anything you can think of related to um, I do by myself. Um, I mean, other than like as far as like you know the graphics and stuff. Like I pay somebody to do that. I mm-hmm. pay for the the photos. I pay for the engineering. I pay for the producers. Like I pay for everything else. But everything you know just. The rollout, um, the promoing, the uh, and everything like on the creative side, I do everything as far as like the writing, the arranging, the choosing the tracks, the putting the track list in order, and then like the actual the artwork, the ideas, and everything like it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. So um, and and still having to find time to do it like my yeah. my kids are all at the age where I'm literally somebody has to be with them at all times like mm-hmm. they're seven four and two like there's no just leaving them like they're not at that age yet right um so like that's that balancing what it's a lot of balance um that doesn't sound it. easy at all I'm doing it and, <laughs> yeah. and you're doing it well too yeah that album was heat. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, and I think, you know, I've learned a lot from the people I've worked with. Like, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from Fonte. Like, he, he's basically my go-to person. Like, um, I would say he's a mentor. Um, and, you know, they, and the foreign exchange, they, put, they do everything by themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I've learned from some good people to learn from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's dope. So, what's your writing process like? Um, you know, for this album, I can honestly say that I did not write anything out. Um, I wrote the song on paper and, you know, and after I recorded them. Um, um, so usually you, I will have an idea for a song, whether it's just like a line for a song, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then the producers that I work with, like they send me like folders of these, and I kind of just go through until I, so I, I hear the one, mm-hmm. and um, and then I kind of almost freestyle the whole thing through. Not always, like I take, I, you know, I stop and go, but um, I'm, I'm just, you know, staying from my heart. And I mean, and for the songs, I do have like a subject matter and you know, mm-hmm. um, what the song is going to be about. I have it in my mind already, but I kind of just, I don't know, it kind of just blows out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I get into like this creative mode where, I'm just 
it just, I don't know, it just comes out. I don't know if it's divine or it's like a God thing or <laughs> spiritual, but it. It's your like, God given talent. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because all these songs, I'm, I'm looking at them in my track, and it's like they all just came to me. Mm-hmm. And I just sang them out without even writing it. it just came. Mm. That's just how it happens. So your first single, My Business. Nah. Right? How did yeah. you how did you choose that to be the first single? Um, I kinda wanted to choose like a fun song. Okay. Um, and and a catchy song. Um and That it definitely is. Me, yeah, just out of all the songs on the album, this was the one. Um okay. and it, it, I, it was kind of really how I was feeling in the moment. Like, this is, and I just want to let people know that that's how it's feeling. And that's why I chose it. <laughs> <laughs> Had me over here. I'm like, I never put coconut water in my hair. <laughs> Maybe I should try that. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, like, with that song, when I was recording it, I, like, to me, like, I was thinking, I want this song to sound like I'm having a conversation. Like, this is just the words coming out of my mouth and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of singing them, but I just wanted to make it feel like I'm just talking to someone and this is just what I'm talking about. And, and this, this is what I came up with. So. Cool, cool. I think, for me, one of the dopest parts of this, the dopest things about this current album is that the three of us each listened to this album at separate times and we both we sorry all three of us had different favorite songs mm-hmm. and i like I, I don't know i thought for some reason i just feel like that's cool to me you know uh my like favorites I- uh be uh you know blackberry and last time like i i played last time on repeat for a while I guess it's my joint. Yeah. Because when D-Dub sent us the video of him listening to it, that's a song that was on. I was like, oh, you playing my joint? <laughs> I was like, that I guess hit. Yeah. Um, how, did, how actually did that happen? How'd you link up with Duran Bernard? Uh, I, I have been following Duran since like the YouTube days. Like he, I think that first found out about him uh, like I just on YouTube like maybe 10 years ago might have been 10 years ago and mm-hmm. like I, back then I would just try to find new artists yeah. on YouTube and he was one of those artists that I saw I've been following him since then and you know he, his first name is my last name so right. that, that kind of was a cool thing um, so we kind of followed each other through the years Mm. Um, and I felt like, you know, this was the right time Kismet. to, to reach, you know, to reach <laughs> out to him. And he was, he was, you know, more than ready. Like he was just like, I've been waiting on this. Nice. And so it was kind of exciting to finally go ahead and go through with it. And it came out like really good. So I'm just happy that we did it work for this album. And that's like a duet. Like I didn't see coming. Like, I didn't realize, like, I, when I heard it, I was like, wow, their voices sound really good together. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like, so that was, that was perfect. I loved it. Um, 
who else would you like to do music with that wasn't that you already haven't you know worked with I think I would like to work with um, like a Robert Blaster mm. or um, David Morrison um, mm. I've always wanted to work with Stevie Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure I'm, I'm really open to working with most people okay um, yeah, I I would love to hear you with Robert Glasper. That would, that would be, be dope. Ridiculous. Yeah, it would be something. Like even you, Robert Glasper. Maybe it's like Eric Roberson. I feel like that would be. Ooh, like I a haven't dope. heard that name in a minute. <laughs> like that would be dope. Yeah, I would like that. Gotta try to make that happen. <laughs> For real. Uh, who were some of the producers that you worked with on Kismet Green? Um, I worked with um, so the two producers on the album are actually brothers. Okay. And they're from North Carolina. They're from North Carolina. Um, their names are Niall Hargrove and um, his brother is Doc Junior. Um, but what they was are the from the name? area. And, I'm sorry? What was the brother's name? It's Niall Hargrove, and his his producer name is Bach Jr. Oh, uh, okay, Jr. okay. Yeah. Uh, um, but they're brothers. They're from the Lerma Bay, so, you know, I had to work with them. Um, they're super talented um, producers. Um, and then I worked with uh, another producer from... North Carolina, but my way of DC is Carl Marx. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think most of all the producers I work with are from North Carolina. So it was Trudy Baby from North Carolina as well. Um, he produced my business. Um, and then I had um, Zoe and Paul Black Eye. They produced the I guess, joint with Joanne Bernard. Okay. And, um, a friend of mine from D.C., he produced last time. Um, his name is, well, his producer name is Night Rider. So, mm. he, um, we actually have a few joints together, um, but I kind of had to narrow the album down. Um, so, he only had one on this, but I'm going to be putting more out with um, with this production. Okay. Who did then, Travel Light? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's it. And then Antoine Simmons, he's actually... He was in my band um, when I was performing and when we can add shows and stuff. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, he was a part of the band. Um, so, those days. But he's been rocking with me since the beginning, too. So it kind of was like a family up there. Sounds like it. D Dub was yeah. just asking who did Travel Light. Travel Light was Doc Junior. Doc Junior's name. Um, all the credits, if you go to my Instagram page, okay. Um, I have, I posted the, um, like the track list and everything on my page. Uh, so, I mean, you can find it on there. Okay. Cause I, I found it on yeah. Bandcamp. Yep. There yeah. too. Like, but on Instagram, I posted like the back of the album cover and it has the track list and all the producers and all that information, like the credits. Okay. 
I actually love the uh, the photos, you know, the art that you did for this album too. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it came out really beautiful. Yeah. Um, my the graphic artist who did the graphics is Ruben Rodriguez, and he's actually from North Carolina. He's from about thirty minutes from where I live. So, um, and then the photographer Charles, Chris Charles, mm-hmm. they work together. They work together often, and he's okay. He's from, well, he lives in North Carolina, too, so it's just all those empty people over here. Um, so, and I'm really happy with I had a vision for it. I told them, you know, I was kind of looking for a 70s, excuse me, a 70s vibe. Um, and, you know, from the colors I was looking for and the feel, and they mm-hmm. made it happen. So. Yeah, y'all nailed it. Super happy. Yeah, it came out. I'm so happy with how everything um came out so yeah love this album what do do you have a favorite song on it um my favorite song I like them all hard hard to pick your favorite child right (laughs) I would say Travel Light is a special one for me um um, I really like the one I do with Joy One, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Travel Light is up there for me. One of my, one of my favorites on the album, Travel Light. Yeah. Any specific reason? I'm sorry? So any specific reason uh, for that song? Um, probably the subject matter. Like, I wrote that. Like soon as we found out about uh, maybe a month after the corona, okay. and we were like all stuck in the house, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm it's like, okay. What the heck? <laughs> and I was just feeling it. it like it was mentally was getting to me um, because I had um, I had lost my job to the pandemic, and then you know just being stuck in the house. Sorry to hear about that. I with the kids and um I was just it was it was kinda it was really I don't know, it was and I'm sure people can relate, you know, I'm not the only one so I had to write it and release it and yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a release for me. Okay. Yeah, so so what's next? Um, you know, I'm going to just continue to push this album. Um, going to be, you know, later putting out more music. Um, not sure when, but, um, you know, we can't really tour anymore, so I'm going to try to hit a few <laughs> live streams. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just kind of pushing this album. I feel really good about it. I've gotten a really good response to it so far. And um, that's just the main thing I'm focusing on right now is pushing this album. Okay. I mean, and live stream concerts are pretty much where it's at right now, too. So yeah, I know. I'm going to give it a try, see, you know, how, see how it works out. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure when, but I'll definitely be posting it on my social media pages. Yeah. So when you, whenever you do, I know I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 
Um, any last things you want to say before we wrap it up? No. Um, probably just a big thank you um, to you guys, to whoever's listening, to everybody who has been supporting me um, through this journey. Um, just thank you. I'm super grateful right now um, for the love and um, yeah, um, thank you. Thank you for continuing yeah, to, you know, to stay on this this journey and continue creating, because you've, you know, I've yeah. been waiting for new music since since the last project, you know. So I'm glad that you know, with everything you got going on, you're still continuing to push, you know. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad thank Prince you. put us on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have a question. What part of North Carolina are you from? I'm in Durham. Okay. My mom's out in yep, Greensboro. Okay, I got fan. my mom. She is uh, she lives out in Greensboro. I used to stay in Greensboro as well. Yeah. You used to stay out okay. in Fayetteville. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Greensboro and a lot of people in Greensboro. It's like, actually like forty-five minutes from here. Yeah, yeah. That's actually um, how I was put on to her and her music. Uh, my brother was down there was for college at? as well. Okay. And um, he put me on to Little Brother. That's when I first heard her. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah, what's I've up. just been following her ever since. And funny story, right? Like, uh, me and Carlita have been like social media friends for a while. Right. But at one point, <laughs> I never connected the dots that she was the Carlita Duran that I was listening to on Little Brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember one day I was on the bus and I was like just having a random conversation with her. And, you know, I have everybody's full name in my in my phone. So I'm texting her and the song came on. I forget which little brother song was on, but it was like featuring Carlita Duran. I said, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I never connected those dots before. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, hey, you know, somebody on a little brother song got the same name as you. <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that was a funny story. She probably named the song. I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> it's me on it too. But yeah, I want to. I definitely want to thank you for uh, agreeing to uh, to chat with us today. Oh no problem, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll be talking again soon. Uh, you know, we'll continue to support you. Continue to push the album. Definitely, I got you on title now. Yep. And. Uh, oh great. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. No All problem. Peace. Yeah, so we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. We had a little bit of uh, we had a last call, so everybody knows we do last call. So, um, actually, we're going to um, dedicate this last call to artists from North Carolina. Um, I guess I'll start off first. Go ahead. You ready, D Dub? So, um, my last call is a song that does feature our guests on the show, uh, Miss Carlita Duran. This is actually a song that I listen to often. Um, it's called "After the Party," featuring uh, Little Brother, featuring Carlita Duran.
Hey, yo, baby, come over here. Let me, let me holler at you for a minute. I am your conscience. Nah, nah, I'm saying for real. Come over here. Nah, for real. Let me, let me holler at you for real. No, no bullshit. I am making a total ass of myself. Fuck it. All right. I am. Right, yo, hey, yo, hey, hey, uh, you want to go to Waffle House? Get some food? I just did another pickup line that didn't go well. No. <laughs> what you mean? No, I'm saying, yo. I'm, right, Maybe I should tell her what a famous rapper man. I am. Yeah. <laughs> That'll get her on my side. I'm Fonte from Lil' Brother. You heard, you know me, can't stop, boom. Stop, She's nah, never you know. heard of you. Wow. What a surprise. <laughs> okay, maybe I get out of my eyes. Whatever, fuck. I'm just saying, man, don't, don't let a nigga go home tonight, man. I, I, maybe you should just say something nice to her and wrap it up. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you looking good, you know what I'm saying? I, You're not fucking tonight. Don't, yeah. don't let a nigga go home alone yeah. tonight. It's, I am your cunt. Parking lot pimps. Nine out of ten more parking lot simps. Ladies oh. want lobster instead of both shrimps. The Kim Bay Matumbo blocking all the temps. Niggas ain't pimps, tugging elbows. When you walk by, compliment you on your toes. Heard all the cons now, listen to the pros. When you look good, girl, it's just the way it goes. As if you didn't know, I saw you at the bar. I'm leaning on this Escalade, but it ain't my car. Where you going, recognizing something like a star? My crib down the street, we ain't gotta go far. I know I sound raw, but I'm just being real. No Game's aim is to tell you how I feel. Trying to cop the feel. Me and you, backseat. I just want to chill. If looks could kill, first name would be Bill. Out on a Friday night. Big smiles are flashing lights. Where do all the lonely people go when the party's over? Everybody is your friend. I hope this never ends. Let the second verse rock. Oh yeah, man, my man didn't even pop off yet. The milk's gone bad. Oh. The bees flew south. Oh. The honey's all gone, and the birds talking about they ain't hanging out because they gotta go Fuck to work. 50. One just had a daughter. One gotta go to church. I think I need to work on me because it hurts to see every weekend me blowing my pace up. Always trying to impress these niggas with expensive ass liquor. I don't even like the taste of Hennessy. I think it's sickening <laughs> things we do to see and be seen on the scene. We seem to love it. So lost when the lights go off. We sit and we often wonder what's the meaning of it. It's like nobody wanna live their life. They just wanna reenact the same scene every night. Everybody selling fantasies, no matter what the price like. I, I love, love you forever, forever but forever, forever ends tonight. tonight. This is the last call for the jump off express. All potential passengers, please leave your pride and dignity in the parking lot and come holler at the nigga in the red 93 Civic. One deluxe pass on the Jump Off Express gets you one meal at the 24-hour restaurant of your choice, followed by 15 minutes of passion on my mama futon. Those with self-esteem need not apply. Out on a Friday night, big smiles are flashing lights. Where do all the lonely people go when the party's over? Everybody is your friend. I hope this never ends. Cause I don't know when lonely people go when the party's over. Out on a Friday night, big smiles are flashing lights. Where do all the lonely people go when the party's over? Everybody is your friend. I hope this never ends. Cause I don't know when lonely people go. Word.
Yeah, that's uh, that's actually one of my all time favorite songs. And um, <laughs> it's funny because it's like one of my my favorite things to listen to when I'm single, too, because, you know, it's it's it's, the, it's real shit, though. Like, where do you where do you go when the party's over? You know, where, where the lonely people go? Because everybody that, you know, most people, they go home today to the little things, you know, they they, they boyfriend, they girlfriend, they wives, they husbands. Where do lonely people go? Oh, after the <laughs> but you heard him on the song. He didn't want to do that. Uh, damn. <laughs> you know what hey. I'm saying? He was trying to, you know, trying to, you know. It used to be a smoke shop. Uh, Fairfield. <laughs> I used to, I used to hit. You know what I mean, but all I know is I can relate to the song. I feel you. I mean, you we know, all we all can there, relate there's, to. There's, it. there's been times when the you know, the four of us were hanging out. Uh huh. And you know, it's time for me to go home. I'll be like, damn, I ain't even want to go home yet. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Speak up. Uh, but yeah, man, that was uh that was my last call. Um again, one of my all-time favorite songs, Little Brother and Carly Duran after the party. All right. So I get am I now yeah. next up? All right. Word, word. So my last call, I the year was about 91, 92. I'm not sure of the exact year um, because it's not a song. It's, it's a moment. We doing people from, we doing people from, uh, oh, nah, 2015, if we going to play this record. Oh, you ain't get my, um, that's what, you- oh, that's what I sent. I could have sworn I sent something else. All right, right. We'll rock with that. 2015 was the year. I do know the year of this one. Jodeci. Every moment. The song gave me chills when I first heard it. Cars, clothes, girls, and games mm-hmm. Through the years, a lot of things changed You shed a lot like a melody and This part the right here, the smoke, pre-hook in your ear with a Gave the church finger in the video. He gave the church video in the banger. You do it because you're right here next to me. Right on this part, he was like, giving you.
playing next to me. Doug, really feeling this record. Yo, it's Jonesy, man. Listen, you know, you know what's going on. D-Dub really fucks with this record. I, I, I appreciate how you played current Jodeci and not yeah. like a Jodeci classic. Right. I, it's easy to go to a Jodeci classic. It is. It's very easy. And and it was funny because I it must have not even gone through or I never sent it because the original uh, one... Cause I sent this first, mm-hmm. but then I was like, "Nah, I want to do this." And I had oh, sent, okay. I had sent him the clip of them. Um, I believe it was on a Soul Train show, uh, like the After Effects. I think like when they had it in the early '90s. I can't think of the host that they had. It wasn't Don Cornelius, but it's this other dude. And when they're singing "Forever My Lady," but acapella, mm. because that was supposed to be "Forever My Lady" was supposed to be an interlude, and that clip of them sitting on the couch singing it. Was what they would always say. Oh, I remember. Say. Okay, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That forever. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that video clip. That was no crazy. One for me. Like that was what I wanted because that was supposed that. to be an interlude. But then I was like, you know what? Not nah, every moment coming out in 2015, it was like a current Jodeci, but that record was so dope because I'm like, they. That particular record, it, it was like, yo, y'all didn't deviate from what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't try to come out after, you know, so many years because your last album was like 90 through 97, maybe 93, 97. Yeah. And you could have easily tried to come in on that new wave, but you just stuck there. Like, you were like, nah, we just going. It's like y'all just thawed out. After all that time, and now nah, they got a good sound. But that so. every moment, love that record. Don't talk, just listen. Mm. All right, D Dub, you're up next. I'm gonna keep it home with J Cole and Rhapsody. Okay, okay. Like, the song is I'll... called Soul Joiner. Oh, Sojourner from Sojourner uh, from uh, the Eve album. J. Cole went off on this record too. And just let God control the ride. Born in the pain. Alcoholic veins, over analytical brain, a product of the shame, and running from a past that's checking like the game. Somewhere along the way, somebody snatched my piece and main. Mm. Maybe that's the reason I spent decades seeking fame mm. and fortune, hoping that a proper portion would contain the sadness in my eyes. Remember when I came in this music business, all these questions was the same. 
Why you never smile in your pictures? I refrain from giving you the answer because that answer wasn't plain. Enough for me to see because at the time I knew my name but didn't know myself and so I dealt with shit the same. As a fugitive but running from the truth and shit, I shoot the shit with niggas but they never knew the shit that's hidden deep within the crevices like ever since I was a child. See my mama with the pistol pointed at a dome in hell. And the fuck do you expect for me to ever be the best little me that I can be when time is deep inside of me like Ivy fluid pumping through the blood of wifey while she's giving birth to my child. I know my thoughts are running wild. Been with my style, it's just a trial run. Just heard these kids don't know about Malcolm and I'm sort of heartbroken cause the elders lost hope in our youth. And here I sit dead in the middle, not a little boy no more but not quite old yet. Waking up in cold sweat, scared that I'm too disconnected from the kid's perspective. The world ain't got no patience for some shit that's introspective and so where in the fuck that leaves me irrelevant I guess. Went from heaven sent to hella bent, intelligent but stressed. Stay, stay. Oh, I swam for miles Only to realize the current Was fighting against me And I'm so tired Floating out Oh, from here on now Got to realize the power to learn to let go. It just let God enjoy the ride. Mm. Swim good, enjoy the ride. Yeah. Every day I rise, thank God that I'm from alive. Yeah. Yeah. Swim good, enjoy the ride. Yeah. Every day I rise, thank God that I am alive. Uh. Permanent vacation for forever Some things you gotta leave behind Some people just like weather And seasons for that reason I know I always have a leg up Whether man for cast me Another dead last Think I'm just another right? nigga mm. Maybe I'll be the next black beetle like Sway Lee. Yeah, I know my worth These colonizers got to pay me Yeah, I had to go first Cause the rest would never last I had to show the positives For those that couldn't add Looking at the I would ad, love to talk to Rhapsody so I'm out I got an Audi and it's bad I said that line Cause niggas only respect you If you brag It don't work on me the same Don't give a fuck About what you have Everybody claiming boss None you niggas got no staff It don't measure up the same What's a quarter to a half Of a whole lot of problems Nigga who taught you to add Where I'm from We don't recognize That it's good math If you don't teach the ones That's coming up To multiply their cash Think for themselves Think beyond sales Everything we're worth Don't come with some whistles And some bells The ones that gotta leave behind Someone should got bail Meek meal and working hard Ain't too tall from a meek meal To keep it real The realest niggas I know always kept it real And I'ma tell you Black on black murder Been whack Nine turn me up So they can hit me in the back, back. Yeah and that's pretty hard for me When you see hope for niggas And where they all ought to be Scared to grow wings Birdman with a bunch of car to beef That's old news Look nigga you're talking to mind of me Smarter We had better conversations Sitting with barbers Putting hearts in heads of niggas Who don't think ahead Who taught you? School y'all, school y'all Welcome to the school y'all Teach you how to make moves Without needing the U-Haul I was on you all when I was growing up Now it's you all that's all on these nuts I'm balling, having a ball And I got the balls to say it who need inspiration? Well, you know where you can play it. Carolina to the heart. Nobody here gon' play it. The day that we expire, Carolina's where the lay is. I woke up feeling like Aaliyah. Yeah, a million and one bucks. Told these niggas I don't give a single million and one fuck. Rap, one fuck, rap, fuck, rap, fuck. I like the way you just did that. Word. But yeah, man, thank y'all for listening to yet another episode of the Rhythm and Brews podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, make sure you go stream and purchase Kismet Green by our guest Carlita Duran on all platforms. All platforms. Make sure you watch her video from my business on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that like button. 
Make sure you check out all her music because all her music is dope. Oh, yeah. We want to thank her once again for being a guest on the show. Once again, shout out to Lucky Lefty down in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we miss you. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening to Rhythm and Blues Podcast. Peace. Podcast.